Before we start this episode, um, I just want to send my condolences and my prayers to the family of Harley Race, uh, the legendary professional wrestler that passed away this past week at the age of 76, an eight-time former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and one of the toughest men to ever step foot in the squared circle. Harley Race was a one of a kind, and he'll truly be missed. So my thoughts and prayers go out to his family, his friends, in this rough time. And rest in peace, Harley Race. You're gone, but you will never be forgotten. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the Fat Fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the JMIE, your 1,978th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down this road of nerdiness. And it's no secret from the opener, I mean, as you can tell, today we are going to be talking the Lion King remake. That's right, the the classic Disney film has been remade in a live action, wait, hold on, hold on a second, wait, wait, live action? They, they didn't really have lines and stuff doing this, did they? I mean, I mean, it was CG'd, right? Well, if it's CG'd, isn't it still animated? It's just, it's just realistic animation? That, that don't make no... Anyway, so we're going to be talking about the live animated action remake Lion King. Anyway, whatever. The, the movie, let's just be honest here. I went into this um, expecting... I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, you can't really spoil the movie, so I mean, I'm going to say it right now, spoiler alert, but I mean, we all know how this movie turns out, right? We, I mean, we, we all knew The Lion King. It's not like they were going to change it to where Mufasa lived. So, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, if you want to say that, but if you don't know The Lion King ended or even works, I, I don't know how to work here. The movie is, it's beautifully shot. I mean, it really is. The movie is shot beautifully, and... You know, with all the CG they did, they made everything look realistic and they made everything work. But sometimes I really think they kind of worked against it. Uh, this loses some of the heart that the animated version actually has. It doesn't have that same feel to it. And a lot of that has to do, I guess, with some of the voice acting. Not any, Anybody didn't do particularly bad. The uh, kid who played, who did Simba's voice as a child, as the cub, actually kind of reminded me of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He had that, he had that childlike innocence to it, and I didn't mind that. The... Donald Glover doing Grown Simba, I didn't mind that, did well. Uh, Seth Rogen as Pumbaa was okay. You know, it, all the voices worked in their own aspect, but but the original was just, it was just better. Uh, the, the main thing I will say about this is Mufasa. They, the one returning cast member I know they had was, they had Mufasa voiced again by the legendary James Earl Jones, who voiced him in the original. And in the original, when he was giving Simba lessons on, you know, where he would reign and, you know, all the kings of the past being in the stars. When he did this, he had a, a he had a genuineness to him. He had a, a tone to him and a, a way of speaking that made it feel deep. It made it feel like you're learning a lesson. In this, it seemed like he sang the same things, but it was all rushed. It seemed like he was rushing through his dialogue a little bit where I'm not getting time to actually invest in it. I'm not getting time to take what he's saying and process it as a as a story point or as a actual plot or, you know, just as a, what's the word I'm looking for here, as an actual lesson before it's moved on to the next. It's kind of like they rushed it a little bit. I don't know. 
if that was the way they wanted it. I don't know if he did that on his own. I don't know if he was just at that age where he's like, look, just give me my check. I don't want to be here. I already did this. I can't top it. I don't know. He did do bad. It's that iconic voice, and that was that kind of touched my heart. But he just still it seemed like he kind of rushed through his dialogue, and it just it just didn't hit me the way that the original did. Uh, the voice of Scar, honestly, not bad. Again, nobody did bad, but comparing them to the, what the originals were, he just didn't have that Jeremy Irons fear to him. He didn't have that fear that Jeremy Irons put that that voice of of Scar to me. He didn't have that that voice of of jealousy, that voice of a uh, silent rage, that voice of connivingness that Jeremy Irons brought to the role of Scar. And it, it wasn't that, like I said, it wasn't that he did a bad job. It's just, I guess comparing it, he didn't have that, that oomph that I was looking for, that big impact uh, or Scar that, you know, Jeremy Irons brought to the role. And they changed some of his dialogue to where it wasn't, it wasn't as menacing at times. We didn't get a lot. Some the music was there, but the music wasn't completely right at times. The Akuna Matata, while it worked, didn't didn't work the same as it as it should have been. The when Scar is talking to the hyenas and he's doing his little, you know, be prepared. They somewhat did that. They slightly did it, but they didn't go full. You know, they didn't go full marching hyenas and i get that they're trying to do this realistic but that's what i said earlier i think it loses some of the the heart and the fun aspect of it because they're trying to go so realistic with it that you lose some of that that campiness and just some of the funness that a disney movie is supposed to bring you you know the hyenas marching in line while you know lava and flames are shooting up and him singing be prepared that was part of it one of the big parts is when timon and pumbaa do the luau you you know the talk I'm I'm you know the part I'm talking about. If you want me to do it, I'll do it right now. It's where he screams Luau and Pumbaa's sitting there with an the apple in his mouth and they do if you're hungry for a hunk of fat and juicy meat, eat my buddy Pumbaa here because he is a treat. Come on down and dine on this Texas wine. All you gotta do is get in line. Ah, Yakin, yep, yep, yep. For some bacon, yep, yep, yep. He's a big pig, yep, yep, yep. You could be a big pig too. Oi! I'm gonna hold for applause. That funny aspect of it, they took out, they replaced it with a, spoiler alert, they do a throwback to the Beauty and the Beast. He says, you know, he's, Timon's in a French accent, and he's talking about what we have prepared, and then he says, be our guest, and they take off running from the hyenas. The hyenas didn't have the same aspect with Whoopi Goldberg and Cheech Marin, you know, uh, Eric Andre and Keegan-Michael Key funny they 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 were they were funny they worked but they didn't have the chemistry I, I don't i don't i don't get it again they're trying to go too realistic with it so we didn't get that that fun and i keep saying that and i know i keep repeating it but guys it's just that's the biggest problem i had with this is it's just it didn't work on a level of what it was and maybe it's my nostalgia kicking in maybe it's because i watched the original so much and it's one of my favorite disney movies of all time and it was so iconic, and it just had characters, and the voice acting was something you just loved. This just kind of fell flat for me, and it just didn't have that heart to it. It's not bad. You know, it, it wasn't bad. They've done worse live-action remakes, and they're going to do worse live-action remakes. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Milan. 
But anyway, you know, it's just not. It's it's worth seeing. I don't know if I'd pay the theater price for it unless you just want to see it on the big screen. Uh, I don't remember watching The Lion King in the theaters, but I do remember watching it on you know VHS over and over again. And this one, I I mean, I might watch it here and there, but it's not something I'm going to look out for. The music, we wasn't. It wasn't the same. It was the same, but it wasn't the same. It's like they cut little parts out. They shortened some of the stuff to try to make the story move along. And because, again, they're trying to work and make it look like realistic lions and animals that you lose some of that fun part of it. And I keep saying that, guys. I'm sorry. I know it's just, it just, it just is really, it was underwhelming for me. The Timon and Pumbaa, it was fun. Like, they, they actually had good banter back and forth. They changed a lot of their dialogue in general from what it was in the original, but it just, it didn't have that that same chemistry uh one of the big things i saw is when you know they find simba and they bring simba back the whole thing with timon and pumbaa is they were outsiders you know they were pumbaa was always smelly and he was a he was you know farting all the time and all this and he did that in this but the whole point with the cartoon was is that nobody wanted to be around him because he stank all the time you know he was stank he was quote-unquote disgusting and timon was his only friend in this, there's animals all over the place, and they're all friends with Timon and Pumbaa, and it just, it was like, what? That that completely goes against what was originally there. I guess they didn't want to portray them in this day and age, in this PC world, they didn't want to portray them being bullied or being outsiders, but that was the whole point, is Simba was there to protect them, and Simba became their friend, and that's the reason they left where they were at, because they had nobody else, they left to go with their friend. And this, they had other friends, so why would they leave to go with Simba? It makes no sense. They did do the funny spot with Pumbaa getting bullied by the hyenas and him basically going ape shit and goring him and beating the hell out of him. But they didn't because they, they didn't call him a pig. And that was the whole point. You know, are you talking to me? You shouldn't have done that. Are you talking to me? It's Mr. Pig! That whole thing, you lost it. You had a perfect opportunity. You didn't have to change that. You could have done your little bullying expose on that and it's cool. could have worked because they called him a pig. Guys, come on, Disney. I don't get what you're going for here. Going back to just the voice acting, everybody from the original cast is still alive. I granted, maybe Jonathan Taylor Thomas couldn't have done Baby Simba anymore. But seriously, guys, Jeremy Irons, Matthew Broadwick, Whoopi Goldberg, Cheech Marin, all of these people are still alive. Why couldn't we just, if you're going to remake it, I get you want to make it your own, and I get you, it's in Africa, you want to use African Americans, I get all that, but guys, come on. Like, you could have done the actual original cast, and this movie would have been so great. This movie would have been so amazing. If you'd have just done shot for shot, this movie would have been amazing. Live-action Hula would have been amazing. A live-action Rafiki hitting Simba with a stick, telling him that it's in the past. Rafiki wasn't much in this. They, they kind of cut the Rafiki out. When Rafiki was, he was speaking African, which is fine. But he, lose, he lost some of his old wisdom and his goofy, you know, old grandpa-type stuff that went along with it. We didn't get to see the lion sex scene, which I didn't even know was a lion sex scene until I was an adult. When I was a kid, I didn't think they were having sex. We didn't get that. And the one glaring, glaring voice that I, I really, really disliked was Beyonce. I get she's a huge star, people. She's not a good actress, and her voice acting isn't good. Seriously, I, I don't. 
I don't mean to bash on Beyonce. Because she's done, you know, she's done great for herself. But her voice was terribly miscast as Nala. It just didn't work. It really didn't. It, it didn't seem like she had a passion for it to me. It didn't seem like it was the right choice. You know, I, I usually don't complain about accents, but she kind of has that southernness because she's from Houston. And it made no sense to me to have that there. And her voice is her voice is kind of annoying to me, guys. I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Beyonce's voice is annoying to me. Nala's not a huge part, but she is a huge part. And, you know, she doesn't talk a lot, but when she does talk, I'm hearing Beyonce. I'm not seeing Nala, I'm seeing Beyonce. And I understand, again, she's a big star. But what was the point of it? You know, why casting that? Because I know a lot of people saw the same thing I did, where they saw Beyonce. They didn't see Nala. They heard Beyonce. They didn't hear Nala. Donald Glover, I know Donald Glover's voice. I know Seth Rogen's voice. But still, coming out of the animals they were coming out of, it worked. Donald Glover did an amazing job with Akuna Matata. This film was kind of self-aware. Timon and them kind of made jokes about, you know, the song going too long or that, you know, they, they made the song and Simba's taking it. They did this kind of stuff. But everybody's voice seemed like they were matching except for hers. And maybe it's because she was probably the biggest star that was in this. She really is. No disrespect to James Earl Jones. No disrespect to Donald Glover. She... She's the biggest star that was in this entire thing. Again, the movie's not terrible. If you're comparing it against the original, the 95, the animated is just so much better. It has more heart. It has more comedy. It has more of a family love type feel. It's a Disney film. This film isn't a Disney film to me. It doesn't feel like a Disney film to me. It film it seems like Disney saying, Hey, we made money with the Lion King, let's do it for a new generation and that's what hurts me is there's a whole generation of kids that are gonna grow up with this being their Lion King. Yes, you can show them ours. Yes, you can show them the ones we grew up with. And then some people might hate me and say, Well, you know, you're just having a nostalgia trip for yours and that's the only reason you don't like it. I don't like that's not that I don't like this film. It's not a terrible film. It's got some parts in it that I would laugh at. You know, and some of the voices actually works. It just doesn't have that same feel to it. It doesn't have the Disney type feel that we always got. You can do more with animation than you can live action. But again, this isn't really a live action film. This was completely done in CG. They didn't have lions out here actually eating grubs. This was all CG. So if you're going to do that anyway... Why can't we have the fun aspects from the animated in it too? Why do you have to go so hyper-realistic? It kind of takes away from it at times. It kind of takes the heart out of it. It takes the, the love that we have out of it. I went into this really excited, and on my left I was going, huh, okay, it was decent. At least they put the songs in it. Like I said, they might have cut some short, but at least they put the songs in it. You know, they could have done a pool jungle book and kind of swerved it and not put it in it. But, I mean, that's that's all I can say. The To me, the 95 Lion King animated film will always be the superior one. It just had something that this didn't have. It felt like a Disney film. 
this does not feel like a true Disney film. This film like, seems like a film made by Disney. And there is a big difference between a film made by Disney and a Disney film. If you don't know the difference between that, well then, guys, you're not looking hard enough. Because it's really not that difficult to see. But let's talk about some of the positives. Again, the visual aspects, the scenery was amazing. You know, I don't know what was CG'd. I don't know what was, you know, footage they filmed from places and locations. It all blended beautifully. The The sun rising over the Serengeti was amazing. All of the CG for the animals looked great. They all looked realistic. They None of them ever looked fake. And that's really hard to do when you're doing CG and dealing with hair and water and everything else. Everything looked hyper real. And it was really enjoyable seeing that. Again, some of the voice acting was amazing. Others wasn't was not. Some characters seemed like they were happy to be there. Other characters seemed like they were not. The story, the story is the story. When Mufasa died, I'm going to admit there was tears in my eyes. I mean, it brings you back to that time. We didn't get the dad wake up, we got to go home. But we got Simba cut up snuggling next to his father. You know, and that'll hit you hit you right in the feels. Because, you know, watching I remember watching The Lion King when I was a kid. And when Mufasa dies, it was a tearjerker. And it's just the same now. Watching, you know, the interactions between the characters was was fun. It was great. I keep using the word fun, guys. It seemed like, you know, I would I would be able, after this long of doing a podcast, I'd be able to find out, use multiple words to describe it, right? Right, you would think that. But describing a film is difficult. You know, it's... Something like I'm not that in depth about well, well the, the you know well, the director was going for this here. No, I just go in and I enjoy it and I tell you what I feel and what I see. This is just me, you know. I I, I can articulate it as best I can and I enjoy it. The Lion King again, to me, seemed like it lost a little bit of its heart in the live action. It doesn't doesn't have the it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that Lion King-esque. And that's sad. It really is. Not a terrible movie. If you enjoy The Lion King, you'll enjoy it. But if you tell me that this is better than the animated movie, or the original, I'm going to look at you like something's wrong with you. And I will argue to the day I die. I don't care if your four-year-old loved this movie better. I don't care if... If, you know, you took your kid and he said that the lion looked real and that's better than the animated. Your kid's a dum-dum. And I guarantee if you left your kid on a street corner for a week, that kid would still be there when you come back. I'm just telling you now. So, all in all, if you have to choose between the two, watch the 95 original animated. Just just watch it. If you want to see what the fuss is about, go see it. You're not going to be disappointed in this film. It's the story of the Lion King. It's changed a little bit. The you know the voices are different, but it's it's the Lion King, and it's an enjoyable film. It's just for me, the original will always reign supreme, and that usually goes for most of the animated to you know live action Disney films. I'm sorry, Jungle Book animated was better than the live action. Dumbo the animated was better than the live action. Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast was the closest you could get so far, but the animated was still better.
because they're Disney films. And a Disney film has certain aspects you have to hit. These are films made by Disney. They are not having the... They, they don't have that Disney feel to them. I'm sorry. That's just my take. Not that I won't see them. Maybe somebody will change my mind. But right now, the live actions have not surpassed any of their predecessors. And that's pretty much all I can say about that. So thank you all again for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing, liking. Follow me on Twitch at NerdPool gaming follow me on twitter at nerdpool pod follow me on instagram at nerdpool podcast as always anywhere you get your podcast fix i'm there i will say it again thank you all for all the love and support you give me i love doing this and it's because of you guys that i continue to do it so until next time that's nerdpool for this week see ya Yeah.